The NBA playoffs are heating up and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. When children love learning, they can tackle any challenge life throws at them. Sylvan's insight assessment can help you determine if your child is ready for what's ahead. It can also identify gaps in learning and point out areas that could be of concern for your child so they can tackle what's to come. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. You're listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. What is going on, y'all? We are back. Another edition of No Bets Barred. This time, UFC Apex 83. One step closer in the march to UFC Apex 100, the premier MMA event of the century. But for now, we will focus on 83. Song Yadong taking on Chris Gutierrez. If I'm not mistaken, this is back-to-back main events for Old Song. I think that's correct. You know, they... That is the case. They're giving him a... It's a baby push. Just No, this is back to back to back. He was also in the main event against Corey Sanhagen. Big uh big last few oh, fights. This is. And a co-main yeah. event before that. I mean, they're they're doing good by Song Yudong, rightfully so. Incredibly talented fighter. Uh, but we will dive into that fight and every fight on this card before we do that, Jet. How we doing, my man? We feeling all right? We're doing okay. Just recorded a uh latest damn they were good podcast it'll be dropping on thursdays so. who do we cover this time who are we talking about today covered the uh inimitable mark hunt um i think it's i haven't edited it because we just recorded it i think it's going to be the longest episode ever uh it was fun had a great time um I had a great time last weekend if you uh don't talk about other sports beyond mixed martial arts had a wonderful time last weekend connor uh Back-to-back winning weeks, got to say. Let's go. Not only that, Connor, last week we did something I've been trying to do all year long. I was pretty pumped about it. I, I did not give it out on the show, but, you know, I write a weekly gambling column for MMAfine.com, great website, and uh, pick a long shot, like uh, try to be plus 1,000 in that neighborhood every week, just something to throw a few shekels on, feel it. Baby, we hit it. 
It was Misha Tate by submission. Oh, great call. Uh, I was like, it's it plus 900. It was a big number. I was like, you know what? Let's throw a little bit on it. Boom. Made a, made a terrific week for, for your boy here. Back-to-back weeks, I, I wiki-capped, did zero prep, coming away in the green. Uh, so we decided, what the heck, you know? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. If you're on a heater, you stay at that table. Let's keep you it keep, rolling. You keep playing the table. So wiki-capping again, going to see if maybe I just never should ever try, and I should just shoot from the hip and and this will just keep happening. All good things last forever, right? Connor, that's the saying. That's that is the saying. So a couple things to unpack there. Uh Misha Tate, fantastic bet. Uh almost got around to betting her. Uh didn't immediately regretted it. She was just pillar to post domination. On a uh, mission. I, I honestly sweated out the over one and a half a little bit in that one. I mean that's how dominant she was. She's she looked putting the wood down. She looked fantastic. Hope she gets a uh, big fight book next, and hopefully she can continue this uh, rejuvenated Misha Tate. I mean, she she had a lot of good things to say on the MMA Hour yesterday. Uh, Number two, congratulations on back-to-back winning weeks. I suffered my first losing week, and I honestly don't know how long. Uh, Lost just under a half unit. I mean, it's just been a blur this second half of the year. I mean, that's... Still 16 of 19 winning weeks in the second half of uh, 2023. That's strong. Not not a bad second half. We are still very firmly planted in the green for 2023. But yes, I I did suffer a a losing week. Hopefully I can get a nice back-to-back. Minor setback, major comeback, you know? I'm hoping. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm exuding confidence going into this card from a betting standpoint. But 296, I, I think we're going to be able to pick some winners in that one. Very much looking forward to that. Still have a, a decent amount of action this weekend. We have a we have a cultural figure going to war. We'll get into that later. Now, the last part of that is actually the first part of what you said, uh, and I can see it over your shoulder. You didn't have a great weekend uh, that uh, wasn't it, it was sports related weekend that wasn't mixed martial arts. Uh, tweeting through it, man. Were we all right? Were we okay on Saturday? We were okay on Sunday. We were not okay on Saturday, man. What? What? Can I ask this? What's the vibe like in the apartment as this as this is going? Were we at a bar? Were we at apartment? Where were we at? Well, we were home because uh, we I was were at wor- home. I, I worked that evening. Uh, what, how are we? The UFC. How are we taking uh, like? I know we're going Twitter fingers. How are we taking it within the apartment? It wasn't very good. Pacing? A couple, a lot of pacing. Had uh, some neighbors over in, in a similar circumstance. Georgia fans. Uh, yeah, uh, one of okay, one of them right, lives. Right. It's it's my neighbor and her boyfriend who lives in Athens. Um, so he was over. Um, it, it was I tough, mean, we're talking we're we're talking about there, being down ten seven. I'm seeing tweets. We're going to lose by thirty. I'm like, Jed, come it, on, man. It, we can't have this energy. We can't have really, this energy. It really seemed likely. Um, and I, I I won't apologize because I was wasn't right about us losing by thirty, but I, I was correct about us losing. Uh, dude, that was a tough game. It was a tough, tough watch. There. I don't disagree with you. Uh, it was very frustrating. The third time we called a toss sweep on third and one, I was ready to uh, really commit crimes against oh, certain, we saw certain people. We saw the tweets, Jed. We saw the tweets. Uh, yeah, it was a very frustrating game to watch, man. And, and you alluded a lot to the play calling. I think maybe the most frustrating thing for me was how many opportunities we had. So uh, by, by the way, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the Georgia-Alabama SEC Championship football game on Saturday. Don't worry, we're not going to opine on this, but obviously you know, our, our team, team loses for the first time in two years. It's, it's a tough thing to swallow. 
what was so frustrating to me was just like how many opportunities we still had to win it. And it was like the offense and the defense couldn't get synced up. Once the, the defense came out, lights out in the second half, and the offense wasn't doing much, then the tides turn and the offense drives down and scores, and then it's like, all right, let's just go get a stop. Knife through hot butter. Bamas goes and scores. We bounce right back, score again. I'm like, all right, now we just got to get a stop. First down, one stop, first down, game over. I was just like, wow. It it was tough. Um, the thing that was the most frustrating to me is uh, I've watched that loss, I don't know. Uh, at, at, you know what? I've watched that loss at least three times before. I say at least three times before because uh, we are – 0-4 in SEC championship games yeah. when uh, Mr. Mike Bobo is our offensive coordinator. And I got to tell you... 0-4 against Bama or 0-3 against Bama as well in SEC championship games? We've I never think we're just 0-3 against Bama. Just 0-3. Um, uh, you know, different head coaches, same offensive coordinator in these instances, and they all look the same, where it's like, I thought I was wrong. First drive, we looked amazing. We were taking shots downfield. We were mixing it up. Oh, my God. First three series, we fucking three and out, touchdown, three and out, get the ball back. I'm like, are we just going to blow them I out? mean, it was I. It was really because the defense came out, out so hot to start the game, and we had such an incredible drive, and then uh, we got real tight. We're like, hey, what if instead of doing all the great aggressive things that got us to move the ball effortlessly – Instead, we take the most conservative options at all time because Carson Beck is – I had two concerns coming into this year, Connor, and I'll leave you here because I know people aren't – this is not a George football podcast. you know. My two concerns coming into this year, uh, I was very unsure about Carson Beck, our quarterback, and I was deeply, deeply concerned about uh, promoting Mike Bobo, a man who had previously failed us historically and often uh, back to the role of offensive coordinator. Carson Beck, terrific season. Proved me wrong. Like, just play – Got better every week out. Like, uh, kudos to him. I thought he played as well as he could have. Not perfect, but you know, your your kid make mistakes. Uh, Mike Bobo is who we thought he was, and I I I believe firmly that he is the reason we are not in the college football playoffs. Yeah, uh, I'm not a Bobo fan, so I'm not going to sit here and defend no, him in his no, in his no first one- stint. No one who has watched Georgia football at all is like there are not Mike Bobo fans who are Georgia yeah. football fans. They I was just simply Munkin don't fan. exist. I was a Todd Munkin fan. Yeah, uh, I love Todd Munkin. It is unfortunate. Uh, I'm gonna just trust Kirby. Whatever, wherever he takes this ship, I'll just I'm no, just look, gonna ride with. We won two. Got we, two. We, we got two. I can't can't be upset about getting the, the two. Si- the sinking fact as as I was accepting that we were about to lose the game was just like, man, we're this close to a three-peat. To get this close again, we would have to wait until December of 2026. On top of that, that. on top of that, we ended up winning the Natty three-peating, then we're like just a couple wins away from setting the all-time wins record uh, as well, or breaking Miami's Mm. record. I think it's 34, and we were at 29. So we would have been at 32 going into next year. I just like a lot of a lot of records. Just well, a lot of opportunities. I will say this: my guys. last my last point uh, could be could be good, could be bad, depending on our view. I kind of ultimately think it's bad, but I'm silver lining it right now, Connor. This is the last time that's ever going to matter. It's never going to matter to us again because we moved to twelve team playoffs. Georgia's going to be in the playoffs every year. Sure, we're just it's never we're never not going to be in the SEC championship game playing in the playoffs. 
So it won't matter when we go 0 and 8 with uh, Mike Bobo as our OC in the SEC. It'll be fine because we'll still make the playoffs and then we'll try and string them together there. So I'm coping, Connor. I'm coping. Hopefully. Uh, Well, let's cope with some bets at UFC Vegas. 83. Well researched bets. Let me just tell you. I looked looked at a lot of names. I I just just was like, hey, I like that guy. Let's bet on him. Let's see how this goes. It's going to be fun. All right, let's dive in. Main event, bantamweight, five rounds. Song Yadong taking on Chris Gutierrez. Uh, right now, you can have Song Yadong for a fairly hefty price tag of minus 380. Chris Gutierrez coming back uh, at plus 300. So last week, I kind of talked about, like, I feel like the the line is wide and Sure enough, I was wrong because Armin Sarukian put Benil Dariush out in 64 seconds or whatever it was, so uh, he justified that price yeah. tag. Here I am once again, though, kind of feeling the same way. I, I think Song Boom. Yudong is... Same thing? Let's go. It, like, it's it, I, it's I a very fe- large number. I feel like Song is going to win, but man, we're almost at minus 400 right now. Minus 400. I mean, I... I Chris Gutierrez, I know Song Yudong hits hard, but Chris Gutierrez has never been knocked out in his career. Incredibly tough. Good striking defense. Solid striker overall. Nasty. Nasty leg kicks. Unbelievable. I just feel like it's a I just feel like this is a close fight and like very, very well could go the full five rounds in an incredibly talented weight class. Minus 400. Like minus 400 is a big price tag, man. Dude, we we're reading it the same. I, you know, and because this, of that song, Yudong will start him in round one. Oh, I was about to say for the next thing I'd say, um, because if look, if you listen to the show at all, you know that there there are some certainties in life. There are some touches of death out there. If Connor's on uh, sub prop. That's just burn the ticket. On another one this if, week. If I say the statement, I can't believe this line is this way. Just burn the ticket. Like just burn the ticket. And I looked at this, I was like, I can't believe Song Yudong's a minus 380 favorite. That's insane. So yeah, it's uh, uh I I have I, I've taken the shot on Chris Gutierrez. I, if you bet him, age. then that means I don't know if you chose to bet him or not, but if you do, then we're wolf packing. But I I'm definitely taking I, I do think Song Yudong wins, but at I mean, what is four minus four hundred? An eighty percent clip? Yeah, it's an insane, insane number. I don't think he wins eighty percent of this fight, which Technically, I'm saying all this. That means I should be betting Chris Gutierrez. Well, no, because you should only be betting Chris Gutierrez if you think Chris Gutierrez wins over his rate, right? So because there's a big juice split on that, Chris Gutierrez is 25% because I got him at plus 300, so the implied odds is 25. I would say Chris Gutierrez wins this fight more than one out of every four times. I feel like that's a thing, yes. That seems that to me, and so that's why I'm on him. I also... Uh, am am using the over one and a half the Seaberg special. Uh, I mean they're both just durable dudes. It feels like this fight's gonna go long. That's 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 a parlay piece. I think I'm gonna start getting into more over unders, Connor. I think I, I haven't been. I, I I'm pretty sparing with them. I've been I following you on the over under one and a half. I think I might just start going like, let's just get after all the over unders every fight. Then I'm just I got a little feels a little exciting in there. Well, I'm not gonna do that, but I do love a good over under. I'm on uh I'm on quite a few. I, I actually love my favorite bet in all of MMA betting is unders because then you're just cheering for both guys to get a finish. Life's too short to bet the over. That's what they say. 
that is what they say. Is that what they say? And, well, that's no, usually a football inverse, thing, yeah, and so but it's, it's the inverse. Like but in fighting, yeah. you gotta switch that up. All right, so we're 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 aligned here. I mean, what is Chris Gutierrez by points? Ooh, it's a great question. Chris Gutierrez by decision plus five fifty. Not not a terrible shot. I mean, it's it's hard. I don't know that I'd ever feel super confident in that, just because five rounds, those leg kicks. If it goes late, that's just, it's hard. I mean, Song Yudong super durable, but kick that man's leg that much. Any man True. who takes that, those many leg kicks, it's tough to survive that. Yeah, I mean, this is a great fight, dude. Nine, it's two, really and good. one. It's kind of a weird main event, but it's a, like it'd sure. be a terrific co main for an Apex card, but it's a my fine opinion, enough main event. I was going to say, in my opinion, this is an Apex main card. Nine, two, and one versus eight, two, and one in the UFC. Both these guys' records. I mean, outstanding records. Top 15 band weights. Feel like it's the one, the line is a little wide. Maybe I'll get around yeah. to Chris Gutierrez. Maybe I won't, but uh, I am looking forward to that one. I think it's going to well, be very You let fun. me know, and I'll put in a Wolfpack Howl after the fact Thank if you, you do. Thank you. Uh, will uh, likely be happening around midnight, 1230 Eastern. Okay. Just can't yeah, wait for you that. Just got to let me know. I'll be up for old Devin Haney anyway, so... Uh, the NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down, and new customers to DraftKings can bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over, age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity. But giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. Uh, yeah, that should be fun. Main event. All right, let's keep it rolling to the co-main event. Anthony Lionheart-Smith. Stepping in on short notice to take on Khalil 
Roundtree. And right now, Khalil, the big favorite at minus 238. Anthony Smith coming back at plus 195. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun fight, man. I, I mean, anytime Khalil Roundtree gets in there, it's a, it's typically a violent affair. He's, he's like the poster boy for uh, fighting like his opponent owes him money. I mean, I, I will never forget uh, what he did to Carl Roberson. I mean, that was really just some of the craziest stuff I've ever seen. Uh, and then Anthony Smith, obviously, fun fighter. And if he gets us to the mat, I think he has a ton of advantages here. Uh, I'm not on a side just because just because of the price. I think Khalil Roundtree opened as a dog, which was just wow, crazy. Uh, obviously, that was a I big didn't shift. Get, yeah, didn't get that line, but uh, but yeah, I, I'm I'm going to stay away from a side perspective. Are you on anyone here? I am. I'm uh, again vibes shooting from the hip, taking Khalil Roundtree by KO. I'm not going to bet him at the straight price. Um, but when Cleo Roundtree wins, it's usually knocking dudes out. Anthony Smith uh, looked a, a little worse for wear last few times out. He's been knocked out several times in his career. I don't like him coming in on short notice. I do agree if he gets those takedowns, it could get uh, salty. But Roundtree's on a great run. Um, I think Anthony Smith pulled a good win out last time against Ryan Spann. But I, I thought he's on the, on the well-done side of Cooked. For a minute now, so give me the young guy who's maybe not young, but the the less mileage guy who's surging right now on sure. Roundtree. Uh, I am going to use the uh, fight doesn't go to a decision as a parlay piece. Um, yeah, I mean, anytime Khalil gets in there, there's a very large chance there's going to be a finish. Nine of his last thirteen gone under the one and a half. Smith, thirteen of his last seventeen have not gone to a decision. And here's the thing, though, he's made me pay. I always use Anthony Smith fights. It seems. I was going to say that. I was like, haven't we done, haven't we been on this yep. road before? Walker burned me. Uh, Ryan Spann fight burned me. And they're like so frustrating to watch because it looks like 80 million times throughout the fight it's going to get finished and it never does. But here's a little stat for you 55 fight career, professional fight career for old Anthony Smith. Never been to three decisions in a row. I it's, don't think we're going to start this weekend. I mean, why, why would we? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me, Anthony. Uh, either way, that should be a fun one. Let's keep it rolling. Uh, to another short-notice replacement. This time, it's actually at bantamweight, not at flyweight, but we are getting Tim Elliott stepping in to take on Sue Madarji. And right now, uh, Tim Elliott is the favorite, um, only available at a couple books. But I, say, I didn't even see the line, so okay. Yeah, I want to say last time I checked. Let me pull it up. He was around like a minus 180. Uh, and right now... You can get him on Bet Online for minus one sixty. Sumadarji coming back at plus one forty. Uh, yeah, this is kind of an interesting fight. I feel like this is a much better matchup for Sumadarji than the Alan Nascimento one. I really felt like he was going to be able to have success taking him down and, and looking for submissions. The wrestling could work for Tim here, um, but he does he he keeps those hands low, and Sumadarji's got power, man. He's also going to have a six reach six inch reach advantage. Uh, in this one, if it stays striking, um, I, I just I don't know who's gonna win, but I like this matchup better for Madarji than I did his last one. I honestly just have no idea based on what's it's Tim Elliott coming in a little weird. Um, never been that high on Sumadarji. Um, or is that Elliott's just one of those guys who's sort of overachieved? I stayed away just because of the super short notice of it and because it's like happened today. Um, yeah. 
I mean, I, maybe I'd get around to a vibe bet somewhere, but I, I got nothing. So I took a little over one and a half action, uh, minus one eighty five on that. Eight straight for Tim Elliott. Uh, guy goes to quite a few decisions. Uh, Eleven of his last fourteen have gone over one, the one and a half as well. And Suma Darji, uh four of his last six over the one and a half. I uh, anytime I know they're fighting at bantamweight, but anytime you get two flyweights in there and you're getting an over one and a half at this price, it's it's not bad. Oh, how far we've come from the days of we flyweight have unders. Fallen so far. I mean, can you think about it? Like we. We we could have two flyweight fights on this card. Three, sorry, three flyweight fights. Could have been three auto bets. And now here we could are. Could have been. Now here we are. Now, now I don't don't know if I'm betting on any, on any of the unders there. Uh, all right, let's keep it rolling. 155, Nasrat Hakparas taking on Jamie Malarkey. Right now, you can get our man, your man, Nasrat, minus 205, Jamie Malarkey, plus 170. I thought about Hawk for us, but it's it's just a matchup that like it's it's like you almost just know it's gonna be close. Like I used Nasrat as a parlay piece against Landon Quinones off of Tough, got finished in like twelve seconds on Tough, and then came in and like gave Nasrat a bit of a war. I know it was a thirty twenty seven, but like Quinones still landed like a hundred and fifty significant strikes. It just kind of feels like Nasrat's always always kind of close with his competition. And I kind of feel like Jamie Malarkey is a step up from from Quinones. Um, plus, he's got one knockout in the UFC. I know Malarkey sometimes the chin can be suspect, but uh, I don't know. I just I just I can just see a twenty nine twenty eight either side written all over this. Uh, so I I foresee something like that, and that's why I decided uh, Nasrat by decision. Take the Nasrat prop. Um, he's he's had like eight decisions in a row, or some like pretty ridiculous number like that uh, malarkey his losses have been getting chinned so that is i guess the concern here but i don't know just think nazrat's gonna outwork him it's my sort of gut reaction to this fight um so nazrat by decisions minus 110 uh it's a pretty good price yeah i don't i don't i don't hate that i literally have written down i said if i'm making an official pick i think it's going to be nazrat 29 28 let's keep it rolling to the people's Main event of the evening, middleweight Andre Muniz taking on the Iron Turtle Junyong Park. Right now, you can have the Iron Turtle minus 75. Andre Muniz coming back plus 145. Uh, yeah, I mean, this one's easy. If if you understand the cultural significance of Junyong Park to the MMA hour, then then you understand what this means for the brand as a whole. Uh, it's an Iron Turtle auto bet. No brainer. Absolutely didn't even think about it before I placed it. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's, it's obvious. Uh, the story behind it is there's some random guy in the chat that just constantly comments uh, Iron Turtle interview soon. At like the weirdest, most random moments, even when he hasn't fought it's in a like great three bit. months. Like it's a it's great such bit. A good bit. And like now that I'm in on the bit, I love it that much more. And now that it's actually Jun Young Park Fight Week, uh, we need a dub. We need a dub from the Iron Turtle. It's it's such a good bit. Uh instead of betting this, I I think Iron Turtle's gonna get the dub. And I I know Iron Turtle's gonna get the dub. I'm still just like 
there was that moment where many people, myself, kind of one of them, thought Andre Muniz might might have something, and then he's oh, so bad in his last two fights. They like, I guess we were all just confused. Uh, and Junior Park should do exactly like he should iron turtle all over him. But it's still, he just to me, he just really needs to just survive like five minutes. Yeah, I mean seven that, minutes. That'll that'll be key, particularly if he can survive seven minutes. That'd be great because instead of betting the you know either side, what I did took the over over one and a half is minus one forty five. Wow. Like wow. that's felt like a good price for over one and a half. Um, no, Iron Turtle's been getting them finishes lately, and Muniz. Might get a little tired, gas out. I might be sweating this. I feel pretty confident we're getting out of the first round. So it's Does just this like sound crazy? Does this sound crazy? A little JYP Iron Turtle round three plus 550. I would like it a little bit better, but it's not bad. Like a little bit more number on that, but it's still. Yeah, what it maybe like the plus 800 seven? or something. But yeah, but, but it's still not bad. I might take um, it. I might just take it for the culture. Like I said, I'm, I'm pretty confident we're getting out of the first. I think I, for my bet, I just got to survive two and a half minutes out of it. So just take the over one and a half minus 145 is where I'm at. Uh, I might wait for that because that's right now that's only on one book. I might wait to see if some other books give me it a little, a little juicier than plus 550. But yeah, Iron Turtle uh, took a minus 161. Uh, line keeps coming in, so maybe I'm going to end up missing that. But uh, I am on the Iron Turtle. Oh, baby, baby. Let's keep it rolling. Last fight on the main card. Kanan Song taking on Kevin Gisette. Right now, Kevin Gisette, your favorite at minus 142. Kanan Song coming back plus 120. Um, Gisette looked okay last time out. I know you were a Gisette backer. Mm -hmm. Uh, Looked okay against Kiefer Crosby, though. Um, I mean, that's... Tough. That's one of the, one of the toughest guys I mean, out there. Jacek gets hit, man. He, he does. Jacek gets hit 40 times in round one. 33% striking defense against Kiefer Crosby. Song hits hard, man. I went back and watched a couple of those fights, dude. Uh, dropped five of his opponents in his UFC career, including Ian Gary. Like, was very close to giving Ian Gary his first career loss. Kind of crazy. Uh, and then looked like Solid last time out against Rolando Bedoya. Um, three wins by knockout in the in the in the UFC. I think that this fight is kind of a coin flip fight. I also love the experience edge that Kanan Song has over Kevin Jusset. What I did was I took Kanan Song plus three and a half at minus oh, 130. Now getting tricky with it. Getting tricky. I think he can get around here. I think he can get around here for sure. Uh, with the way that Jusek gets hit, maybe drop him at some point, lock up a round. Uh, I like that. I like that. I know he's been knocked out in his last two losses, uh, but I don't know. I uh, I think I think he can either finish Kevin Jusek or make it to the scorecards and win a round for sure. So that's tricky. I like this. I like this. Minus one thirty, plus three now. I kind of that's that's interesting. So here's where I'm at on this because I wanted to workshop uh, the idea here. Okay, just didn't know how much workshop. credence to give this. I thought maybe we'll go to the eight ball if you don't have any thoughts here because we've been talking about this. This is UFC Vegas '83, but this has another name, Connor. The the kids, the youths out there, are calling this UFC Shang Vegas because yeah. originally this was supposed to be Shanghai. We've got three Chinese fighters on this fight. It's it's a classic gimmick bet for you. I mean, boy. that's just, it's just a it's a big uh, it's a big 
Shanghai thing, you know. We stacked the card with three Chinese fighters. I mean, we they were prepared to go to Shanghai right here. When you've got Nazrat Hawkpross, Jamie Malarkey, you just your mind goes to the great Anthony wall. Smith. Yes. It's just that it's it's A- there. Anthony Smith Khalil Roundtree is just tailor made for, <laughs> for China. I've never uh, I can't think of a more China. I have card. a I have a very strong theory that they were had all intentions of going to Shanghai, couldn't get the fights they wanted, wanted and they were like, up. "Let's just move this bad boy over to the apex." Yeah. I I I agree with that theory. Yes. My question just being though, should I just go for a little little Chinese parlay? You know, a little three legger. It would fly in the face of the Chris Gutierrez bet already, obviously. But so I could just go a double song parlay. Too. I was gonna say, I feel like you're missing the bigger gimmick parlay the double, the double at play here parlay. is. The song song parlay. Yeah. Like that feels like it's just a layup for I you mean, if it, you're gonna do a game. It, it, you it, could even you extend it. it. You could even extend it song song sung parlay and add in Kyung Sung Park. No, no, just gotta go song. Guys, right. stay double, the double song parlay. Let's make that happen. So Keenan Song, uh Songy Dong. I uh, for those the the eagle-eared listeners out there may have just figured out that I have now bet both sides of the main event. Oh, sure have, because that's good gambling right there. Uh, that's amazing. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> I mean, I, I saw that as I was researching, and I was like, feels like that's a layup for Jet, a little song-song parlay. It, um, it is a thing I like. Yeah, it's not bad. That's not bad at all. Uh, I mean, you could really just get crazy. Song, young, song, sung, parlay. Now we're just getting wacky. That's just that's a little too wacky. But I did think about this, you know, just going the the Chinese parlay adding in Sumaderji. But let's just keep it simple. Let's just double song. Um, it's, it's like a double album, just back to back. Let's go. We're golden. I love it. I love it. Speaking of song, let's move on to the prelims. Hyun Sung Park taking on Shannon Ross, uh, who is still in the UFC and one of the biggest favorites on the card. Hyunsung Park is minus 575. Ross coming back plus 425. Uh, yeah, I, I threw in Park at a, at a parlay piece at minus 410. Do I think he should be minus 410 as an 8-0 fighter? Probably not. But if you're going to be minus 410, I don't mind it against Shannon Ross. Uh, he has some skills, Shannon Ross, but the durability is just... It's just not there. Like He, he got knocked out on the Contender Series. So naturally got a UFC contract. Uh, and then in his first two UFC fights, KO'd in both of them and got a combined 76 seconds uh, in the octagon. I'm not like super duper high on uh, Park, but he has finishing capabilities and and I think he's going to finish Shannon Ross here. I'll also say for Park, I mean, uh, his first career fight was a decision, just straight finishes since then. It's not a great combo against the guy who is uh, as notoriously fragile as Shannon Ross. So I also have him as a parlay piece uh, with that Yadon Gutierrez over one and a half. And I have a third leg coming up that, you know, I bet y'all could guess what it's going to be. Uh, it's it's quite chalky, but don't hate it. So Actually, there's 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 two that I could be, and I'm curious as to which one you're going to go with. Okay. Uh, let's keep it rolling, though. We broke this one down last week. It's no longer at 145 now, 155. Steve Garcia 
uh, after getting ill last week before the fight, has uh, re-stepped in, taken on Mel Costa. Uh, and right now, pretty similar to last week, uh, Costa, your favorite, minus 258. Uh Steve Garcia coming back at plus 210. Love Steve Garcia fights. My opinion on this has not changed. Uh, I am taking the fight. Does not go to a decision. Garcia, seven of his last eight ended by KO, whether he's winning or losing. I think he's just coming in here. To brawl, I think Mel Costa, uh, he, he engages in the exchanges, and I, I think someone gets finished here. Uh, the same thing I said last week. I didn't have a bet on this, and I'm still not, uh, despite you know enjoying your breakdown of this fight and thinking it's probably accurate there it is let's keep it rolling next up 135 in the women's bantamweight division stephanie egger taking on luana santos right now santos your favorite but coming in coming in minus 155 egger coming back at plus 130 um yeah i'm taking a little shot on egger as a dog here uh kind of feel like this line is reflective of of each of their last fights obviously uh santos coming off a nice first round finish but against a a five fight juliana miller uh which i just don't rate that well in hindsight and then Edgar, i know i know she got finished in the first round but you know knee bar losses as they happen uh she's got the age she's got the experience advantage and, and i honestly like the finishing capabilities of stephanie Edgar. i mean four straight wins by finish um, I just feel like this line is closer than it was originally indicated. I took Stephanie Egger plus 162. Um, I think she can capitalize on some mistakes that Santos will make on the map and on the mat. And I, I don't like, yeah, Santos is probably a better striker than Egger, but uh, I don't think the last performance was, was indicative of how skilled she is. I am deeply uninterested in betting on this fight. <laughs> I mean, that's... <laughs> The most mature and, and wise thing to do, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Something spoke Neither to me. Neither of these women have done anything that makes me think I would like to invest money in them. Uh, Godspeed to you. I love. I'm I love the aggressiveness. I'm looking forward to it, man. And uh, you know, as a man that once visited the unbelievable country of Switzerland, uh, I love the back the Swiss. I mean, it just—it's that easy. You I don't love get the that many op- opportunities to do that in the UFC. Uh, so you got to Vol- take them when you get them. A little Volkanos the mere fight. Uh, Stephanie Egger. Um, who else we got? There are a couple. I'd have to go. I could pull some up. Um, I mean, Switzerland. We are we are waiting for our uh, for our for our first Swiss champion, uh, Inamoto. Um, yeah, I mean, let me, let me see who I put on my Swiss. Uh, world cup team i do a world cup thing every couple of years yeah um you know when the world cup happens for mma and uh switzerland always qualifies for the world cup and they are never good at the mma world cup (laughs) listen man we're trying we're trying uh bogdan guskov that's another one did he win last time out he uh he fought at ufc paris i mean uh, Oh wow! They're not even getting. They're giving him credit for Uzbekistan. Damn. Ouch. This is. Uh... Oh no, that's who he fought was Bogdan Guskov. I forgot, man. I'm reading an article right here that says Volkanos Demir sees Switzerland in the UFC's future thanks to new crop of Swiss fighters. Uh, and I'm not seeing any any name other than Volkanos Demir. Um, I, I I don't know what to help you. This is this is really I've unfortunate. Got, uh... 
Yeah. Yeah, no, nobody here in this list from uh, five years ago is in the UFC. Yeah, I mean... Uh, it's I'm, Vulcan and it's Egger. I'm, I'm on Tapology and uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's not Kijin? great. It's not great. Vulcan, there it is. No time moves to me. Uh, how about... Yeah, Inamoto, we already said him. Uh, is that it? Is that it? Who was this new crop of fighters that... That uh, Vulcan was talking about. I mean, just just dudes from the gym, you know. Yeah, Stephanie Egger. Yeah, so I don't get this opportunity often. Uh, I got my I got my Swiss mug uh, that I like to drink out of in the morning. Get uh, yourself a little Swiss Miss, you know, for for Saturday. Get ready to go. Hot chocolate, a little hot chocolate. I mean, now we're season. Tis the season. Uh, Yeah. Either way, long story short, not only am I backing Stephanie Egger, but I'm I'm backing the great country. Uh, of Switzerland. Shout out to Geneva. Yeah, Great one, of my, spot. one of my best friends is Swiss. So love we, it. We support you on this side. So, some people say Geneva is my city. I don't, but some people do say that. Some people have called me the king of Geneva. Uh, again, I'm not saying that, but but people have. There's been murmurs. Uh, so yeah, I'm just supporting uh, the great country of Switzerland. Uh, and that's all we have to say about Edgar Santos. And let's move on to a catchweight bout. 140 pounds. Daniel Marcos taking on tough veteran Carlos Vera, not tough T-O-U-G-H, tough T-U-F. Carlos Vera was on this past season of uh, the ultimate fighter. And uh, similar to Landon Quinones, who we were talking about earlier this podcast, uh, unfortunately lost in his very first fight, though he did at least lose to the uh, eventual winner in in Brad Katona. Two-time. Did lose to him. So naturally, he got a contract. Once Landon Quinones got one, I mean, Carlos Vera got one as well. Uh, don't think this is easy. Don't think this is an easy fight for him. 15-0, Daniel Marcos. I think Marcos is just going to be too much. I agree. This could have been, I realized, uh, the other chalkiness that I could have used in the thing, but I opted not to because, you know, Peru, Ecuador, a long-time rivalry there. Um you know, maybe maybe Vera out kicks his coverage a little bit here on behalf of his entire nation. You never can. You, you never know. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's keep it rolling. Flyway bout. Tatsuro Tyra taking on Carlos Hernandez. Uh, and right now, similar to Yunsung Park, uh, Tatsuro Tyra, big favorite, minus 535. Uh, Hernandez coming back at plus Four hundred. Um, what do you? Connor, you'll be shocked to know that this, this is the last parlay piece. Uh, I'm an enormous supporter of Tatsuya Tyra. Uh, I think he's one of the very best prospects in the whole sport. Um, you know, maybe not the most exciting win over Edgar Chires in his last fight, but uh, I'm just uh, this kid to the moon. I think he's really, really good. I think he's probably a future flyweight champion. Wow. Certainly a title contender, if not a future champion. Has Japan had a UFC champion before? Oh, well, they've definitely previously had like smaller things. Um, Like Sakuraba won a tournament. Uh, They've not had a belt hold, like a true championship belt holder. I do not believe. That would be badass. Let me check that, but I'm like 80% sure that that's uh, true. Uh, correct. They have had uh, two tournament champions, actually. Okay. I did not realize they had two tournament champions. I knew Sakuraba won a tournament. I didn't know uh, who else did. So, 
But no, he would be there first. I think he's, I mean, he's 23. I think he's definitely going to get there at least to the title shot. You know, never know what's going to happen with the win. But, uh, and Carlos Hernandez, just not that. Um, so yeah, rounding out my parlay, those three legs pay out minus 150. Uh, I am also on Tatsuro Tyra in a parlay. Uh, I am also on Tatsuro Tyra by submission. Going back and watching some of Hernandez's fights. Gotten taken down in every one of his UFC fights. We've seen his back taken. We've seen him submitted. Uh, the path there is clear for Tatsuro Tyra. And because it is me taking a submission prop, it will not hit. Um, so Also, I should have known uh, the other tournament champion, uh, Kanichi Yamamoto, who won the uh, UFC Japan middleweight oh, nice. tournament finals. I, I knew that they had done one. Just This was back in 1999. So forgive me. You know, well, Shout out. I mean, a country with... with such a a deep respect for MMA. That would be amazing if they could have a UFC champion. It would be enormous for them to have that. That would be badass. So uh, yeah, I'm actually with you. I will be supporting Tatsuro Tyra. Connor, I'll be supporting those financially. Breaking as well. news. Oh, tell me we didn't just lose a fight. We did. Daniel Marcos Carlos Vera is off uh, Saturday's uh, UFC Vegas 83 per sources. Um, not confirmed, but uh, seeing some reports out there seems likely. Uh, thank goodness that wasn't a parlay piece because it's no longer usable. Yeah, it was a parlay piece for me. Um, I actually hadn't placed the bet yet because I, I didn't have the lines. And there you go. Then. Maybe I'll replace Daniel Marcos with the over one and a half in the main event. I mean, it's about the same price. Yeah, that's probably what I'm going to do and just make a nice prop parlay. Props to prop it up. Here prop, we go. Prop it up. Uh, Propagate. That's great. That's great. No, two fights down. I had I actually had three bets on the Allen Nascimento fight. I had Nascimento money nine, Nascimento by sub, and fight does not go to a decision. So shout out to that. All right. Final fight, 115, strawway bout. Ryan dos Santos taking on Talita Alencar. You know what I love about this fight, Connor? Tell when me. you're gonna go to Shanghai, you know what kind of fight you should put on at the very main card opener? Two Brazilians fighting yeah. each other. Damn right, you should. You fly them to 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 Shanghai to fist fight each other. You, you know what? You know what? You also put on not just two Brazilians, two UFC debutants. That and one of them with five fights in her career. One of them with five fights, and neither of which received the win on the Dana White's Contender Series. Look, you know the Contender Series. Not everybody uh, gets wins there, Connor. That's it. I am genuinely surprised. Uh, Snar got there. I mean, I guess same for Santos, but geez, what is happening here, Connor? Yeah, I'm just gonna pass on this one. At least DeSantos like did go back uh to you know to the well and Victor and stuff like that, but whew. yeah, I don't I don't know what's going on here. This is a bad choice. I'm not in. No, no bet. I'm out. Yep, no bet. <laughs> uh and that'll do it. UFC Apex 83. 10 o'clock main card start. Stuff dreams are made of. I mean, yeah, this is, uh, you know, all the people in Shanghai, they're going to be, uh, what, what time is it going to be in Shanghai? Probably like early afternoon there if it's 10 p.m. Probably early afternoon Probably. for us. Enjoy. They're going to they're gonna be enjoying it. Like, yeah, this is a fight card that's for us. All yeah, three, this one all was three supposed of these Chinese fighters yep. are for us. Yeah, this one was supposed to be... Uh, Supposed to be here. Are any of the aforementioned Chinese fighters fighting out of Shanghai? 
Song Yudong. Song Yudong's an AKA guy, isn't he? Oh, yep. Sure enough. Oh, uh, so. Fighting out of Sacramento. Sumadarji. Nope. Uh, I don't know who Sumadarji is off the top. Uh, his nickname is actually the Tibetan Eagle. Uh, and then Kanan Song. Nope. I have no, no idea where Kanan uh, Song fights out of. So. Uh, all right. Either way, should be a fun card, and it will crescendo us in. Oh, and my mistake, Song Yudong is an alpha male guy, not an AKA guy. It was a uh, slip of the tongue. My, my yes, yes. It, it was a little slip of the tongue fighting out of Sacramento, California. Mm-hmm. Shout out. Uh, all right. That's it for this week. UFC 296. Cannot wait for that one. Uh, we've been doing some short episodes lately. I I have a feeling UFC 296 might go just a touch longer. I don't know if I keep if I keep dealing with my bets where I don't do any research. I'm just gonna have to keep. You gotta ride the heater. So I might come into 296 and be like, I don't know. I like Leon. Why not? <laughs> Let's do it. I heard Leon Max bet might be on the table. Leon Max bet could be on the table. I'm. Wow. We're, we're willing to consider all options um, because I don't want to live in a world where Colby Covington wins that fight next weekend. Well, we will, well, we will consider all of those options over the next week, and we will be back this time next week with our UFC 296 breakdown. Until then, enjoy UFC Shang Vegas. Talk to you next week. Love y'all. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. DraftKings brings you same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 and over. Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligible and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.